so during COVID um, at the seminary, at my seminary up in St. Paul, um, St. Paul in Minnesota, me and my friends, we began this tradition where every weekend we would come together and we would have a dinner party. And we each had our perspective roles, the roles we took in making this, this dinner party happen. Big Mike, he was the organizer. He was the host. He was the one who planned the menu, who'd go out to the grocery shopping um, and just make sure that everything ran smoothly. I was the mixologist. <laughs> I can't cook, and so I'm reduced to making the cocktails. So, so that was my role, and so I would take it seriously. I would, um, depending on what we were eating, I would pick out the right cocktail, and I would also be in charge of setting the music and just um, setting the mood and starting off the night right. Then there was Jimmy. Jimmy was the sommelier. He was in charge of choosing the wines for the dinner. He had worked actually at a, a liquor store before entering the seminary, and so he, he would pair the wines with our dinner. Uh, then we had Mike Reinhardt. He was the garlic and cheese guy. <laughs> he was uh, left to kind of grate the cheese and the garlic, uh, and we did a lot of it because my friend Big Mike, he did not cook healthy, but everything tasted really good. And then there was uh, Andrew Rombuler. He was in charge of being the sous chef. He just kind of helped um, Big Mike do all the cooking and anything else that he needed. And um, so we, we all had our roles and there was a, a particular order to the evening events. So it began with the cocktail hour. Um, that's was what allowed us to kind of unwind from the weekend, from the week, um, just to kind of open up a little bit more. And the very definition of a cocktail is that it's to whet the appetite. And that kind of what this, this time period was for, was to kind of prepare ourselves for each other's company and for the dinner that was ahead of us. The next, we would do the cooking together, um, you know, all with our different roles, helping out, preparing the food and getting things ready. And then finally, we would come to the to the meal. Uh, we'd set the table, sit around, um, give grace to God for just this, this opportunity of friendship and this meal, and they would sit down and just dig into it. And after we were stuffed, we found ourselves sitting around and able to just share uh, all the joys uh, and sufferings of the past week, and, but also to speak of our hopes uh, of, of priesthood, what the future would be like for us as priests, how we would minister to those that we would come in contact, what, what that would look like, all our, our dreams and ambitions and drives. And, and it was just this beautiful time that where we found ourselves opening up and just so ready to share our hearts uh, with each other. And then the night finished with dessert, just kind of the dessert on top of everything when we were stuffed and we couldn't eat anything more. Big Mike would pull out like bowls of ice cream and whatever dessert he got from uh, the grocery store. And then we would clean up and go back to our rooms and we would be hungry for the next time we would have this banquet. Uh, and I bring up the story because I think it helps us understand what the Mass is about and what I'll explain a little bit at the end of my homily, uh, what Christ's exhortation is in inviting the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Uh, at the Mass, it is the greatest dinner party. It is the Eucharistic banquet um, where we come to be fed. And um, it's the only place where we actually receive 
our Lord Jesus Christ, where he gives himself body, blood, soul, and divinity uh, to us. But like as I talked about the ritual of um, our dinner party, is like there's important ritual and parts to the dinner party which allow us to really open up to, to, to be fed in a deeper way than just simply with what, than what we eat. And so I talked about the cocktail hour. Well, at Mass, um, arriving a little bit earlier before Mass is, is an important part of just being able to kind of decompress from the week. Uh, a time to kind of share the struggles throughout the week and also your joys, uh, and also just to kind of bear your heart and prepare yourself uh, for what we're going to receive. Another part of that is really just entering into the readings. Um, hearing the Word of God so that you might be prepared to receive the Word of God and the bread of the Eucharist. And so, um, yeah, all these, these, these parts are important because it helps us when we're attentive to it, when we enter into these parts, we become ready to receive what God wants to give us, the graces He wants to give us. And we feel full and spiritually filled and we get excited about coming back to Mass the next week. Now, in speaking about the exhortation um, at the end of this gospel where it says, uh, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, one of my biggest regrets about our dinner parties at the seminary is that we kind of became more insular. We were all really good friends, and there was times I felt that we should have reached out to some of our classmates. We had room to reach out to people who were a little bit more kept to themselves, not as gregarious, um, there was times in my heart where I felt like we could have invited, this, invited them into this great feast, but rather, instead, we kind of kept it to ourselves and we were insular. We had an opportunity to invite people into this, this great feast. And so that applies to us, too, with the greatest of feasts, is that it's not just for us to keep to ourselves, but it's for us to share with others, to invite to that which is filled. Outside of this world, you know, in a certain sense, we're all poor uh, and crippled, you know, at least spiritually, and so in need of this great meal. And, and it's our job. Jesus exhorts us to share, to invite others. Um, and it's appropriate, especially this weekend, because at the end of Mass, um, I'm going to be talking about our upcoming RCIA, which is the um, Rite of Christian Initiation uh, for Adults. And so, we have an opportunity to invite our friends and family members who are hungry, who want to be fed with the sacraments and to be a part of this great faith that we all have. And so um, this is just another reminder that Jesus calls us to share this great banquet. It's, it's our job to enter into this great feast, to enjoy all its rich rewards, and then to go out and invite others into that.